0: Chaotically Nerdy is made by nerds for nerds. This podcast is made by adults for adults and children with bad parents. Adult language will be used and adult situations may arise. Listener discretion is strongly advised.
1: Welcome to Chaotically Nerdy. Today's episode, we still have our special guest on with us, Logan. We want to thank you for joining again. Thanks. And, thanks.
0: thanks. Thanks for having me,
1: guys. If you listen to the oh, Druid. <laughs> Hang on,
0: I got I gotta balance this out. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> we got t- two I good things and then a yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like coming into this place whenever you play D&D, you probably do get fuck you more often. Yeah, usually. Uh, so, if you listen to the Druid podcast, you know that Logan also played is currently playing an artificer so that is what we are going to talk about while we still have him here we're going to break down the artificer class which has four Four. subclasses Mm -hmm. i need to pull that back up hopefully it didn't lose so your artificer i'm just going to tell you a little bit about it is your master of invention they use ingenuity and magic to unlock extraordinary capabilities in objects I was like, what is that face about? But you were trying to pop your back, I guess. Uh, they use a variety of tools to channel their arcane power, and they might use alchemist supplies to cast a spell, things like that. Uh, so, again, we're not reading the tables off anymore. You can find them on wiki. You can find them on D&D Beyond. Uh, D&D Beyond would probably be the easiest for mm-hmm. this because I think you could see it even without having bought any of the books. I think. Don't if quote me really on that. really cheap wiki wiki dot yeah wiki dot it's why I read all my stuff off wiki dot's great
0: just look up wiki dot 5e yep,
1: yep. and then we'll see who's going to break down the start of the class. i grabbed the wrong dice it's ethan yeah, All right. ethan tell, um, us, tell us about some of the class features uh class features
2: starting out um, your hit dice which is a uh, g- modifies your hit points is a d8 Your proficiencies are with light armor, medium armor, and shields with weapons. It is uh, simple weapons only. Well, it's an artificer, so it's going to have a lot of tool proficiencies. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do get, off the bat, thieves' tools, tinker's tools, one type of artisan tools of your choice as well. So there's a lot of options there with the tools because it is going to affect a lot of the class. Saving throws, you, uh, your main stats are going to be Constitution and Intelligence, uh, and your skills you get to choose from. You get to choose two of from this list, uh, Arcana, History, Investigation, Medicine, Nature, Perception, and Sleight of Hand. Your starting equipment at level one, suggested here is any two simple weapons. So you get to choose a light crossbow and bolts, and then you get to choose between two sets of armor, studded leather, armor, or scale mail, and then you also get a set of thieves' tools and a dungeoneer's pack. Uh, There's another uh, optional rule here for firearm proficiency. Uh, The secrets of gunpowder weapons have been discovered to you and the world. If that is the case and your DM allows it, then you also gain proficiency with firearms. (laughs) And
1: first (laughs) level, you
2: you get uh, magical tinkering, uh, where you learn to invest a spark of magic into mundane objects. Basically, it's like a version of enchanting the object to make it more powerful. There's a couple four guidelines here. The object sheds bright light in a uh, five foot radius and dim light for an additional five feet. Is that only whenever goblins are near, or it's not sting? It's just like <laughs> a flashlight, mm-hmm. but it's a weapon. Yeah, it's a torch. But yeah, but no. I guess you could flavor it that way if you wanted to, but why limit yourself? Whenever tapped by a creature, the object emits a recorded message. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. That can be heard up to 10 feet away. You utter the message whenever you bestow this property on the object and re- and the recording can be no more than six
1: seconds long. I like the idea of putting that on a sword and then just hitting people with it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it playing whenever you hit them.
2: (laughs) Schwang. (laughs) The the third option is the object continuously emits your choice of odor or a nonverbal sound, waves, wind, chirping, uh, or something like that. Chosen phenomenon is perceivable up to 10 feet away. And then the last choice, uh, strictly given, is a static visual effect appears on one of the object's surfaces. It's a hologram. It's an illusion. Uh, the effect can be a picture, of up to 25 words of text, lines, and shapes, or a mixture of these elements as you like. Chosen property lasts indefinitely. And Which, as an action, you can touch the object and end the, prop, the property early. You can bestow magic on multiple objects, touching one object each time you use this object, uh, though a simple object can only bear one property at a time. The maximum number is... <clears throat> the maximum number of objects you can affect with this feature at one time is equal to your intelligence modifier. Uh, if you try to exceed the maximum, the oldest property uh, immediately ends and the new property applies. What were you saying? You say-
1: I, I just think it's not super useful, but it's a it, fun
3: thing. It's a ribbon ability. Yeah, it really is. Just something flavorful for you to do in a social situation. And be yeah, like, oh.
0: In a role play setting, it okay. has a lot of use. Mechanically, yeah. not a whole lot of you Mechanically, stuff. you're in combat. No, but. the uh,
2: artificer also gains spellcasting abilities as well. It works slightly different than some of the others. Um, so, if you're really looking at it, you need to make sure you look at it to make sure how it works. At uh, second level, you gain the ability called uh, Infuse Item to imbue mundane objects with certain magical infusions. It's like an uh, advancement of that previous ability. Uh, when you gain this feature, you pick four Artificer uh, Infusions. There's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, are we going to go over those later, I bet? The Infusion? Yeah. Yeah, uh, You learn additional Infusions of your choice whenever you reach certain levels. Uh, whenever you gain a level in this class, you can replace the chosen Infusion with another from that list. Um, whenever you finish a long rest, you can touch a non-magical object and imbue it with one of the Artificer Infusions. Infusion works on only certain kinds of objects specified by the infusion's description. There's a lot of options in the list. Really, it's something we'll just have to go over in a little bit, I think.
1: Yeah. We'll talk about them before we move yeah. on to the specialist. At third level, you uh, choose a special type.
2: So, like, it's another archetype, just like the other classes. Um, the four that we're going to go over with over today are going to be alchemist, armor, artillerist, and battlesmith. Um, At third level, you also get the right tool for the job skill. Uh, You've learned how to produce exactly the tool you need. With thieves tools or artisan tools in hand, you can uh, magically create one set of artisan tools in an unoccupied space within five feet of you. This creation requires one hour of uninterrupted work, which can coincide with a short or long rest. Uh, You get the the ability score improvements just like the other classes. At 6th level, you gain tool proficiencies. Your proficiency bonus is now doubled for any ability check you make with a tool set that you're proficient with. Um, At 7th level, you gain Flash of Genius. Um, You've gained the ability to come up with solutions under pressure when you or another creature you can see within 30 feet of you makes... An ability check or a saving throw, you can use your reaction to add your intelligence monitor to the roll. It's uh, essentially similar to the Bard, Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, the or an inspiration, essentially. But it's just a flat bonus. It's it's just a flat bonus instead of a roll. It's a flat bonus, yeah. Yeah, It's uh, almost more useful. It is more useful because
3: 100%. You can get really broken when you have both of them. Yeah. Ah, yeah. (laughs) You're welcome, (laughs) Jarrett.
2: At 10th level, you can replicate magical items, right? Or what is it? It's a, You can achieve profound understanding of how to use and make uh, magic items. You can attune up to four magic items, where the normal is you can only attune to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can craft a magical item with a rarity of common or uncommon it takes you a quarter of the normal time and it costs you half as much of the usual gold cost to make such a magical item.
3: Basically, just to get around the dog shit crafting rules that Mm -hmm. don't exist.
2: Yeah. They barely exist in the first place, so this is really just a nice way to say, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. At 11th level, you... uh, gain a um, ability called spell storing item you can now store a spell in an object whenever you finish a long rest you can touch one simple or martial weapon or one item that you can use as a spell casting focus and you store a spell in it choosing a first or second level spell from your spell list while holding the object a creature can make an action to produce this is not specifically you yeah, you can give it out. Yeah, you can give it to somebody else. So a creature can take an action to produce the spell's effect, using your spellcasting uh, abilities and not theirs. So yours. Uh, the spell requires concentration. They have to concentrate on it. It's it. It's really functional as giving somebody else the ability to use your spells. At 14th level, you get you gain uh, the property magic item savant. Uh, you can attune up to five magical items instead of the normal three, and you ignore what an item's class, race, and level requirements for attunement with certain magical items. Um, at level 18, you get magic magic item master. You can attune up to six magic items, which is twice the number of what normally might you might be able it's to so use. Good. Yeah. And then at 20th level, you get soul of artifice you develop a mystical connection to your magic items which you can draw on for protection you gain a plus one to all saving throws per magic item you are currently in tune to if you're reduced to zero hit points but not killed outright you can use your reaction to end one of your infusions artifice or infusions causing you to drop to one hit point instead gotcha. oh boy that's
3: a lot yeah. good thing we're never getting to 20 are you
1: <laughs> sure man we have never played a campaign to 20 it's true I I really want us to do like a one shot where we're all yeah. 20 high level. It'd be it'd be fun. Yeah. So, and then we'll go into the artificer infusions and we'll just kind of cover what those are mm-hmm. since you get them. And we'll see who's going to go. It is me. So, the infusions are ex- extraordinary processes that rapidly turn <laughs> a non-magical object into a magic item. The description of each of the following infusions details the type of objects that can receive it, along with whether the resulting magic item requires attunement. So this is making your items magical, essentially. Uh, Arcane Propulsion Armor, you have to be a 14th level artificer, and it gets put on a suit of armor, and this requires attunement. So the wearer of this armor gains these benefits. The wearer's walking speed increases by 5 feet. The armor includes gauntlets, each of which is a magic melee weapon that can be wielded only when the hand is holding nothing. The wearer is proficient with the gauntlets and each one deals 1d8 force damage on a hit and has the thrown property with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. When thrown, the gauntlet detaches and flies at the target, attacks target, then immediately returns to the wearer and reattaches. The armor can't be removed against the wearer's will. If the wearer is missing any limbs, the armor replaces those limbs—hands, arm, feet, legs, or similar appendages. The replacement functions identically to the body parts they replace. So that's essentially You're Iron Man slash Mega Man. Mm. I don't know because it—it's a gauntlet itself that's sure, propelling. Mostly Iron different. Man. You can play yeah. it different. It's Vi from. Uh, League of Legends oh, is what it is. It is. It's yeah. Vi. And then next up is Armor of Magical Strength. It requires a suit of armor that... Or it is a suit of armor that requires attunement. This armor has six charges. The wearer can expend the armor's charges in the following ways. When the wearer makes a strength check or a strength saving throw, it can expend one charge to add a bonus to the roll equal of its intelligence modifier. If the creature would be knocked prone it can use its reaction to expend one charge to avoid being knocked prone the armor regains 1d6 expended charges daily at dawn. So it's possible you can use all six, get them all back, or you can just get one back. Uh, next up is boots of the winding path. You have to be a 6 level artificer, and it's a pair of boots that require attunement. While wearing these boots, a creature can teleport up to 15 feet as a bonus action to an unoccupied space the creature can see. The creature must have occupied that space at some point during the current term. I don't think that's I mean, I, I could see how it's beneficial, but at the same time, you have to use your bonus action and you have to have been there within that turn. It, it seems Very like it's better to. Eesh. Yeah, you run up, hit somebody, and then teleport back. I think
0: a rogue could really use that, though, if if you want to play it more like a rogue style.
1: Yeah, but, well, yeah, I guess if you multi-classed and got to your sixth you level. In,
0: you can infuse somebody else's boots. Yeah. Oh, Okay, I'm. Yeah, I, not, I guess
1: the prerequisite of the six level artificer just means you have to you be six level, level to make to yeah, make yeah. it. I was thinking of it as you had to yeah. be that level artificer these are to you use give out.
0: it. Yeah, Got so to. the rogue can jump in, do his little stabby yeah, stab, like, then bolt you know, back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: huh. pop back out of the way.
1: So the next up is enhanced arcane focus. It is an item, a rod, staff, or wand that requires attunement. While holding this item, a creature gains a plus one bonus to spell attack rolls. In addition, the creature ignores half cover when making a spell attack. The bonus increases to plus two when you reach 10th level in this class. So if you're 10th level, you give them a plus two bonus to all that, which can be very beneficial for your spellcasters who wouldn't want something that adds plus two to all their stuff. Next up is Enhanced Defense. It is a suit of armor or a shield. A creature gains a plus one bonus to armor class while wearing armor or wielding a shield or wielding the infused item. The bonus increases to plus 2 when you reach 10th level. You get Enhanced Weapon, which is a simple or martial weapon. It's a plus 1 bonus to attack and damage rolls, and then plus 2 whenever you get to level 10 as well. Next up is the Helm of Awareness. You have to be a 10th level artificer to make it, a, and it's a helmet that requires attunement. While wearing this helmet, a creature has advantage on initiative rolls. In addition, the wearer can't be surprised provided it isn't in- incapacitated. That is very good. The whole party should have that. Yeah, like if you're a tenth level artificer, you just give that to everybody, yeah. unless they get that I think you from can only their make class. One of them. Can you only think. make one? I thought it, so uh, you can maybe make you Make they make, it,
3: make, it,
0: make it, maybe I think you give them
1: everything. Yeah, I think you can make as many as you like. I think you can make up to a certain number, if I remember well. Yeah, right. you well, up to it. how many
0: infusions you yeah can, do can make. Time. It, but
1: yeah. Next up is Homunculus Servant. It is a gem or crystal worth at least a hundred gold. And you get you learn intricate methods of magically for magically creating a special homunculus that serves you. The item you infuse serves as the creature's heart around which the creature's body instantly forms. You determine the homunculus's appearance. Some artificers prefer mechanical looking birds, whereas some like winged vials or miniature animate cauldrons. Uh, it's a
2: ghost from destiny
1: essentially. Uh, in combat, it shares your initiative count, but it goes immediately after yours, which anything that you control typically does. It can move and use its reaction on its own, but the only action it takes on its turn is the dodge action, unless you take a bonus action on your turn to command it to take another action. The action can be one in its stat block or some other action. If you are incapacitated, it can take any action of its choice. The homunculus gains regains 2d6 hit points if the mending spell is cast on it, which is a cantrip, so that would be very nice to have. If you or your homunculus dies, it vanishes, leaving its heart in its space. So, now I get to break down the homunculus servant. It is a tiny construct. Armor class is 13. Its hit points is 1 plus your intelligence modifier plus your artificer level. And its speed is a 20-foot fly and 30-foot. So, its saving throws are dex plus 2 plus your proficiency bonus. Its skills are perception... Plus zero, so just straight roll. Plus your proficiency bonus times two. That's I, I don't know. Why did we add the plus zero? That doesn't make any sense to me. And then stealth is plus two plus your proficiency bonus. The It is immune to the poison damage. It is immune to exhaustion and poison conditions. It has dark vision to 60 feet, a passive perception of 10 plus your proficiency bonus times two. The proficiency. It's not 10 plus times two. Or it's not 10... It's not your total times two. So if your proficiency bonus is four, it's it would be yeah. 18. It would not be... Order of reparations, <laughs> folks. Yeah. Uh, it understands languages that you speak. A challenge. Proficiency bonus equals your bonus. I don't understand what that means. Can you guys the, explain that?
3: The proficiency bonus of the creature is your proficiency bonus.
1: Okay. Uh, evasion. If it makes a deck save, it only takes half damage. If it passes the deck save, it takes no damage. Some of the actions, Force Strike, it's a range weapon attack. You use your your spell attack modifier to hit 30 feet, and it does 1d4 plus your proficiency bonus. Reaction is channel magic. It can deliver a spell you cast that has a range of touch. The homunculus must be within 120 feet of you. That is, That could be very beneficial. I don't know what... Two part, wins. Yeah, I didn't know if Artificer got Cure Wounds.
3: Yes, they they specifically get Cure Wounds and not Healing Word, right? Correct. Yeah, we get Cure Wounds. So this is its only ability to get ranged healing.
1: Gotcha. Yep. So next up is Mind Sharpener. It is a suit of armor or robes, and it can send a jolt to the wearer to refocus their mind. The item has four charges. When the wearer fails a constitution saving throw to maintain concentration... The wearer can use its reaction to spend one of the item's charges to ex- succeed instead.
3: Uh, point of order, uh, yeah, you can only use a w- a one infusion at a time, like once on one item. Okay, so and like, like you couldn't right.
1: make like four yeah. helmets. Yeah, you okay. can only do one. But you could have someone with a mind sharpener helmet and a, yes. and well, someone else with yes. a. Well,
0: even even that same person with a different item.
1: Next up is. Uh, I forgot. Okay, Radiant Weapon, that's the next one. I forgot where I was at there. It, you have to be a 6th level artist artificer and it is a simple or martial weapon that requires attunement. This magic weapon grants a +1 bonus to attack and damage rolls. While holding it, the wielder can take a bonus action to cause it to shed bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. The wielder can extinguish the light as a bonus action. Has 4 charges. As a reaction immediately after being hit by an attack, the wielder can expend one charge and cause the attacker to be blinded if they fail a DC, uh, a constitution save. And the weapon regains 1D4, charges daily at dawn. Uh, they get repeating shot, which is a simple or martial weapon with the ammunition property. So your guns, if your DM allows you to use guns.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: to,
0: to clarify, Jared's, yeah. <laughs> they in our, this. in our current campaign, um, we, we had two very unintelligent characters who found a couple of uh, pistols. pistols. Was but, the lizard folk boys yep. that found? Yep. Yeah. But then Jarrett immediately clarified that each pistol had one shot in it. Mm-hmm. And, fucking outsmart me. Well, outsmart and so me. the one character who really liked it, I gave him repeating shot. Mm-hmm. Solid. So he always had him And so
1: what repeating shot is, the magic weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it when it's used to make a ranged attack and it ignores the loading property if it has it. If you load no ammunition in the weapon, it produces its own, automatically creating one piece of magic ammunition when you make a ranged attack with it.
3: Yeah, you see a problem with that?
1: <laughs> you no longer have to worry about ammunition, <laughs> yeah, which we typically don't either. The well, gun with, thing was gun. because it was a gun. gun?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what better uh, infusion for a moron with a gun? You don't even have to worry about loading it. Yeah. He just pulls the
1: trigger. Was it Lurk?
2: No, no, it was Gator. It was
1: Gator. Gator. Gotcha. Lurk kept his. Well, I didn't know. For a long time. and then when he used it as a scroll case. When he said idiot with a gun, I immediately thought Lurk. Well, he also had a gun. Because <laughs> Gator's not stupid stupid. I kept it for a long time without discharging yeah. it. Yeah, That's it was true. I waited until I was in the library. Desk mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> popped. Best pop. uh, so next up is replicate magic item. Using this infusion, you replicate a particular magic item. You can learn this infusion multiple times. Each time you do so, choose a magic item that you can make with it. Picking from the replicable items table, which is a very long table. Yeah. You guys can look that up. Yeah. I'm get, not going to go through you and get read it.
3: You get different options at 2nd, 6th, 10th, and 14th level.
1: Yeah. And so you guys can look yep. those up. I'm not going to go through them. They there just, is just a... It's kind of
3: increasing rarity as it goes. up. Rarity,
1: and it looks like increasing number as you go as well.
3: Are you sure you don't go through them one at a time? I don't, unfortunately. 45-hour podcast.
1: <laughs> we got six episodes of Artificer. Next up is Repulsion Shield. It's You have to be a six-level Artificer. It is a shield, obviously. A creature gains a plus-one bonus to armor class while wearing this shield. It has four charges. While holding it, the wielder can use a reaction immediately after being hit. By a melee attack to expend one of the shield's charges and push the attacker up to 15 feet away. The shield regains 1d4 charges daily at dawn. If you push someone away using your reaction... Well, if you had to use your reaction, you can't use your reaction to... Opportunity, opportunity attack. That was going to be my I question.
3: Forced movement doesn't count. Okay, that maybe. was
1: going to be my question because I, I couldn't remember if forced movement. That, count. I don't think it does.
3: For, I don't think it's correct. Forced movement doesn't opportunity trigger attack. Opportunity no, forced
1: movement does not trigger that. No, we have done it where it does before because I remember specifically using Thorn Whip to pull somebody through a group of people and everybody swung at him. <laughs> I remember us doing that.
2: Yeah. By the rules, specifically, it does not do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, resistant armor is next up, and it is prerequisite level 6. It is suit of armor that requires attunement. While wearing this, a creature has resistance to one of the following damage types, which you choose when you infuse the item. Acid, cold, fire, force, lightning, necrotic, poison, psychic, radiant, or thunder. Any of those would be great for situational. Yeah, it's just nice. Uh, Returning weapon, a (laughs) simple or martial weapon with the throne property. You become Thor. It it gets a plus one bonus to attack and damage, and you can immediately bring it back after you make a range attack. Uh, And then last is spell refueling ring. You have to be a six level artificer, and obviously it's a ring. While wearing this, the creature can recover one expended spell slot as an action. The recovered slot can be of third level or lower. Once used, the ring can't be used again until the next dawn. You know something
3: funny? 6th level artificers can't cast their level spells. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's not it doesn't necessarily mean. It's just funny,
3: it's just funny that they made it third they could have made it second
1: level and been like and neither and neither you can, can use it yourself.
0: 8th yeah. level artificers still can't cast their level spells.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you're 8th level. 8th yep. yeah. level at this point. Uh and then so we get to go into artificer artificer specialist. First up is alchemist and Jarrett, it's you. Cool. Actually, I was going to lie and make it you but it was absolutely you
3: an alchemist is an expert of combining reagents to produce mystical effects alchemists use their creations to give life and leech and leech it away tool proficiency you gain proficiency in alchemist supplies if you already have this proficiency you gain proficiency in one other type of artisan tools of your choice just you know you gotta you kind of have to have this to play the subclass yeah uh alchemist spells uh you get uh at third level, you get Healing Word and Ray of Sickness. At fifth, you get Flaming Spear, Melf's milf, ac- Acid Arrow. Melf. Melf's
1: Acid
3: <laughs> Arrow. Ninth level, you we got get gash- Young Gravy up in this <laughs> bitch.
1: <laughs>
3: Gaseous Form and Mass Healing Word. At thirteenth level, you have Blight and Death Ward. At seventeenth, you get Cloud Kill and Raise Dead. That's that's those are some nice spells. They are. They are. They're really nice. Yeah. Maybe not second, or maybe not your second, and third level spells, but. Definitely those later spells I like a
1: lot of. I don't spells. know, I think I'm a pretty big fan of Milf's acid air.
3: <laughs> experimental Elixir, 3rd level. You uh, whenever you finish a long rest, you can magically produce an experimental elixir in an empty, empty flask you touch. Roll on the experimental elixir table for this elixir's effect, which is triggered by when someone drinks the elixir. As an action, you can you can uh, a creature can drink it or administer it to a un- incapacitated creature you can create additional experimental elixirs by expending one spell, spell slot at the first level or higher when you do so your your action to create the use your, use your uh, action to create an empty flask again uh, to, to creating an an elemental elixir experimental elixir jesus wow. L- alliterations <laughs> really elemental hard.
1: experimental
3: alliterations hard folks creating an experimental elixir requires you to have alchemist supplies on your person and any elixir you create with this feature lasts until it's drunk and or until your next long rest. When you reach certain levels in this class, you can make more elixirs at the end of long rest, two at sixth level, three at fifteenth level. Uh, let see. So you're on your table. Uh, one, healing. you, The drinker regains a number of hit points equal to 2d4 times your, or plus your intelligence modifier. Swift. Times would be better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Way better. But it's plus. Uh, two, swiftness. The drinker's walking speed increases by ten feet for one hour. Uh, resilience, the drinker uh, gains a, bone, a plus one bonus AC for 10 minutes. Boldness, the drinker can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to every attack roll or saving throw they make for the next minute. Flight, the drinker, the drinker gains flying speed of 10 feet for 10 minutes. Transformation, the drinker's body is transformed as if by the altar cell spell. The drinker determines the transformation caused by the spell and the effects which last for 10 minutes. So, so
1: I need to ask something. Mm-hmm. Can you compound these? No. Uh, wait, on uh, one person? Yes. The reason I ask is because what's to stop someone of 15th level from making three, three resilience and chugging all three and getting
0: plus three to your AC? I mean, if that's what you roll, that's what you roll, all right? That's, I forget that you have to roll. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't, see, because I don't
1: see I don't why you see why couldn't you couldn't stack them. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it yeah. was more so like cuz it's do.
2: a it's an RNG thing.
3: Yeah. good luck
0: chuck them.
1: Yeah, I see nothing yeah. in here that says
3: they don't that you stack. couldn't them. that
1: someone couldn't because take it's this
3: random, I think they do. Yeah. I would assume. That. Okay. I was just yeah. making sure before. At fifth, at fifth level, alchemical savant. You develop masterful command of magical chemicals enhancing the healing and damage you create through through them. Whenever you cast a spell using your al- you can Oh yeah. You cast a spell using your al- alchemist supplies. That just that threw me. I was like, "What?" You cast words spe- are hard, people. No, it wasn't words. I was just like, "What?" Alchemist supplies. You cast them with spells with your alchemist
1: supplies. Yeah, because we talked right. about that. Yeah. They they use their tools to yeah, cast it, it, spells. Yeah, they're cooking. Yeah.
3: Whenever you get ca- yeah, using a spell yeah, as spell casting focus, you gain a bonus yeah. to one roll of the spell. That roll must restore hit points or be a damage roll that deals acid, fire, necrotic, or poison damage. And the bonus equals your intelligence modifier. Ninth, uh, ninth level restore reagents. Whenever a creature drinks an experimental elixir you created, the, can- the creature gains temporary hit points equal to 2d6 plus your intelligence modifier. Or you can cast uh, lesser restoration without expending a cell- spell slot without, and without preparing the spell, providing you use the alchemist supplies as, spell- as the spellcasting focus. You can do this uh, so a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier, and you gain all the uses at the end of a long rest. And at 15th level, Chemical Mastery. You have been exposed to so many chemicals that they pose little risk to you, and you can use them as to quickly end certain ailments. You gain resistance to acid damage and poison damage, and you're immune to the poisoned condition, and you can cast Greater Restoration and heal without expending a spell slot, without preparing the spell, and without material components, provided you use alchemist supplies as a spellcasting feature. You can't use either spell again until you finish a long rest.
1: Gotcha. That's pretty that's For pretty
3: good. Greater Restoration, that's really good. Oh okay. Yeah. Because it's... Uh, hundred? Diamond? 100, yeah. I mean, it's not Here I can, anything. But it's a like, hundred gold. hundred gold worth of diamond dust, which is just more of like a... Yeah. Yeah. Resource tax. Than if you
1: want to play Walter White. Science, bitch. This is it. That's Jesse. I know it's Jesse, but by God, he was fucking there. He was. He was <laughs> present. He was present. All right. So next up is the armorer, and that is Logan. I don't know why I rolled the dice. He's the only one that hasn't went yet. So, the armor, this is currently the class I'm
0: playing uh, in our current campaign. I really... Snortle. Snortle. The Tortle. My name is Snortle. I'm a Tortle. So, Snortle and Tortle. Uh, he's also a member of a law firm, but that's a whole other story. The
1: last time that I played, is this the same Tortle that I met? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I couldn't remember the name. I didn't remember Snortle for some reason.
0: Yep. How would you not? Uh, he's only... Just go fuck yourself. That's how. Oh, no, I guess he's me and... Uh, Jeremy are still the two original characters in the party. Technically, no. Did <laughs> Technically you forget no. Jeremy died? For yeah, Jeremy died
1: day, <laughs> oh, day <yeah>. one.
0: <laughs> I completely Cause forgot Because this that. asshole
1: of a D. No, that was completely random he died. There's that. only two of them that
2: are still alive. Uh, Lurk is in hell. Korth is alive.
1: Alive. Yeah, alive. Korth doesn't count. Korth counts.
3: No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Also, Korth is also married and has kids, so you know it doesn't his life count. is hell i really
1: hate that that's what happened with that character it happened really quickly like i think if, i know it wouldn't yeah. matter we but if I, it,
3: we think it's a shotgun wedding we're not sure if um, i
1: told my wife that she may would let me show up more i don't think that's i don't true at think all. she would but I, i'm going to try it when i get home no pity yeah, that's true
0: so None. artificer armor tools of the trade when you adopt this specialization at 3rd level you gain proficiency with heavy armor You also gain proficiency with Smith's tools. If you already have this tool proficiency, you gain proficiency within one other type of artisan tools of your choice.
1: I forgot that he was reading from the wiki, and it threw me for a loop. I was like, are you jumping from sentence to sentence? Because it's not the same wording. Oh, not quite. It's the same words, but they're in different orders. And
0: just to clarify, at this point, uh, my character is 8th level Mm -hmm. armor. I think I am proficient with everything except for the poisoner's kit. I mean, technically, Practically. give it a few more levels. You'll get there. It's quite a total job. You can literally be proficient with anything. Yeah, absolutely, which is fantastic. Um, starting at third level, you also have certain spells prepared after you reach particular levels in this class, as shown in the Armorer spells table. Third level, magic missile. Thunderwave. Always handy. Fifth, mirror image and shatter. Um, ninth level, hypnotic pattern and lightning bolt. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, thirteenth <laughs> level, fire shield and greater invisibility, and seventeenth level, the pass wall and wall of force.
1: I personally can't ever use lightning bolt because all I think of is that larper lightning bolt, lightning
0: bolt. <laughs> I personally use shatter quite a bit because that's my main uh, damage spell. It's a, I love that spell. It's a really solid spell. <laughs> it is. It, is. it makes things solid.
2: Less cohesive. It makes, it makes <laughs> I was like, "Where are you going with that?" Solid things like it snow. breaks it's them up.
1: It literally breaks up liquidy the monotony.
0: I was yeah. like, "It doesn't make
1: them solid. Anything no. it does, the opposite." No, it so
0: breaks them up. Let's get into my favorite features of armor and my least favorite. <laughs> if you listened to episode one of the podcast, you would have heard Jarrett talking about Logan being an asshole because I secured some uh, was that plus three dwarven plate two or two at level five. This is how I did it. Yeah. This is how I did
1: it. So, so beginning it. at
0: third level, your metallurgical pursuits have led you to making a armor a conduit for magic. And you can turn a suit of armor you're wearing into arcane armor, provided you have smith tools in hand. You gain the following benefits: if the armor has a strength requirement, the arcane armor lacks this requirement. You can use the arcane armor as a spell casting focus for your artificer spells, and the armor attaches to you and cannot be removed against your will. It also expands to cover your entire body, although you can retract and deploy the helmet as a bonus action. This armor replaces any missing limbs function, functioning identically to a body part is replacing. And you can don it off the armors in action. The armor continues to be arcane armor until you don another suit of armor or you die. I have abused this feature several times throughout this campaign. Yeah, twice. Yes. You have. Twice. twice. <laughs> Hard <laughs> twice. Um, first to get that dwarven plate again. So in our in our current world we're in, there's some magical metals called rathite. Um, it's like this magic metal, right? Very yeah. rare. So I managed to secure like five pounds of this metal, which took a lot of time. And I had, I finally found a guy that could work with this stuff and I had him make me the teeny tiniest suit <laughs> of armor out of this. And then it just expanded to cover my body. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Worked around it. Um, armor model. We have several models. Kind of like a Tesla. <laughs> You can choose one of the following armor models, Guardian or Infiltrator. Each model includes a special weapon, and when you attack with that weapon, you add your intelligence modifier instead of your strength or dexterity to the attack and damage rolls. You can change the model whenever you finish a short or long rest, provided you have Smith's tools. Guardian. This is what I play mostly as, a Guardian. You design your armor to be on the front line of conflict with the following features. Thunder Gauntlets. Each of the armor's gauntlets counts as a simple melee weapon while you aren't holding anything and deals 1d8 thunder, thunder damage on a hit. A creature hit by the gauntlet has disadvantage on attack rolls and against targets other than you until the start of the next turn, as the armor magically emits a distracting pulse when the creature attacks someone else. As a bonus action, you can gain temporary hit points in this class replacing any temporary hit points you already have. You lose these temporary hit points if you doff the armor. You can use this bonus action a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and regain all expended uses when you finish a uh, long rest. The Infiltrator model. The Infiltrator has a lightning launcher. A gem-like node appears on one of your armored fists or in your chest. It counts as a simple ranged weapon with a normal range of 90 feet and a long range of 300 feet and deals 1d6 lightning damage on a hit. Uh, Once in each of your turns when you hit a creature with it, you deal an extra 1d6 lightning damage to that target. And at powered steps, your walking speed increases by five feet, and dampening field, you have advantage on dexterity stealth checks. If the armor normally didn't pose its disadvantage on such checks, the advantage and disadvantage cancel each other out,
1: like normal. Yeah, the infiltrator is... Tony.
0: This is how you play it with the arcane propulsion armor. You just put the thing on your chest, you're like... Yeah. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, Blasting around.
2: The, the, just the pulse cannons on yeah. his hands. Yeah, and yeah chest. absolutely. Yeah. This, yeah.
0: Is, this is the Iron Man class. Um... Extra attack, starting at 5th level, you can attack twice rather than once. Ninth level, I'm looking forward to this. This is the end of the session. You're like,
1: do we level? Do we level? Do we level? Do we level?
0: I, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. At ninth level, you learn how to use your Artificer Infusions. So let, let, me, let me back this up just a little bit here. So currently, my armor can only be infused with one thing. Like one infusion. Actually, it can't be infused at all because it's magical armor. Yeah, no, it's magical. So it can't be infused at all. But no, most weapons or items you can infuse with one infusion. So now we can special, specially modify our arcane armor. That armor now counts as separate items for the purposes of your infused items feature. So the chest piece, boots, helmet, and the special weapons can all be infused separately out of that armor set. And the number of infusions transfer over if you change your model's armor with the armor model feature. In addition, the maximum number of items you can infuse at once increases by two. Those extra items must be part of your arcane armor. At 15th level, the arcane armor gains additional benefits based on its model as shown below. When a huge or smaller creature you can see ends its turn within 30 feet of you, you can make your reaction to magically force the creature... Sorry, this is level 15. Guardian. Guardian. When a huge or smaller creature you can see ends its turn within 30 feet, you can use your reaction to magically force the creature to make a strength saving throw against your spell save DC, pulling the creature up to 30 feet towards you to an unoccupied space.
1: Mine says 25. got be to 25. But oh, it's okay.
0: Fine. Yeah, WikiDot has it down as 30. I see. corrected. 25. If you pull the target to the space within five feet of you, you can make a melee weapon attack against it as part of this reaction. That is one of the few times you can pull something towards you and get a reaction. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, which is super beneficial.
0: Yes. You can use this reaction a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you gain all expended uses after a long rest. On the Infiltrator model, any creature that takes lightning damage from your lightning launcher glimmers with magical light until the start of its next turn. The glimmering creature sheds dim light and has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. As the light jolts it, it attacks you. In addition, the next attack roll has advantage, and if that attack hits, the target takes additional 1d6 lightning damage.
1: God, that's good. It's like, Just uh,
3: it's like, extra, it's like guiding bolt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically guiding bolt. Just to yeah. give yourself advantage the on the next. On the next is great. There's still some more. I see perfected. He's fixing his headphones. I'm fixing my headphones. Oh, you're good. Uh... So, it has perfected armor guardian. Do you see that? Yeah, at I the bottom? Know. Is that like the older ones? That's what I just like, read through. Yeah. Perfect? Well, that this one has 30 feet underneath it. So, it's the same thing. It just has mm. 30 feet. So, th- the top must be the updated.
3: Yeah, must be. That's what happens.
1: That's weird the way that D&D Beyond has that set up.
3: Does it say oh. legacy on it? No, it just says perfected. Armor Yeah, uh, it just
1: says perfected armor guardian.
3: Just under what he what we yeah, like weird.
1: where he just read yeah. perfected armor. And be, the,
2: yeah, it must be the newest version of it. That's, it's the twenty-five feet. That's weird.
1: I feel like thirty feet's better, but uh,
2: 25 I mean, just, I, just a weird number to me.
1: That's why I say it, I usually feel like
2: the spaces are 20,
1: multiples
3: of thirty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So multiples maybe. of ten. Multiples like of ten, twenty, yeah. thirty. Well, so there's like, 15 too. I mean, like of like effects, like usually. Oh, true, true, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, like so next up is Artillerist. <laughs> And it'll be between me. <laughs> Is this one a long one? I don't know. <laughs> By the right. way, you touched your nose and did well, Nose I already, Goes. I already
3: did one. There's four of them, so
1: I figured we'd all just take one. Fair enough. <laughs> it's me. Works out because Ethan wanted to do the last one. <laughs> oh, you wanted to do Battlesmith? Nah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, are you? Do you want to do Artillerist? No. <laughs> no, it's fine. Fine. It's fine. fine. I, I said he wanted fine. to do Battlesmith. Well, and I asked him if he wanted to do Battlesmith, and he said no. Or he said meh. I, I don't. Eh. Go on. Eh. <laughs> We're going to have an eh off. Eh. <laughs> what the fuck? An artil- this is the chaotic part. An artillerist specialize, specializes in using magic to hurl energy, projectiles, and explosions on a battlefield. This destructive power is valued by armies in the wars on many different worlds. And when war passes, some members of the speciali- speciali- uh, about to, that fucking word. specialization seek to build a more peaceful world by using their powers to fight in the resurgence of strife. The world-hopping gnome Artificer V has been spe- especially vocal about making things right. And it, this is in quotations. It's about time we fix things instead of blowing them all to hell, end quote. Uh, At third level, they get a tool proficiency. You gain proficiency with the woodcarver's tool. If you already have this proficiency, you gain proficiency with one type of artisan tools of your choice. At third level, you also get a set of spells. So at third, you get shield and thunder wave. At fifth, scorching ray and shatter. At ninth, fireball and wind wall. At 13th, ice storm and wall of fire. And at seventeenth, cone of cold and wall of force.
3: I like this spell list better than the other two. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's that, but it's all
2: the. It's also all the blasty the, casty spells. It's, it's a pretty this good is DPS the, spell this list. Is the yeah. offe- the offensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: which is what I like. I like being a offensive. armors
1: tanky.
2: Alchemist is say that, but this what one also couldn't be gets made shielded? better. <laughs> what couldn't be made better by adding cannons? So. Absolutely. Speaking of cannons,
1: at third level, you get Eldritch Cannon. You've learned how to create a magical cannon using the woodcarver's tool, which is interesting to me, or Smith's tool. You can take an action to magically create a small or tiny Eldritch Cannon in an unoccupied space on a horizontal surface within five feet of you. A small Eldritch Cannon occupies its space, and a tiny one can be held in one hand. Once you create a cannon, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest or until you expend a spell slot to create one. You can have only one cannon at a time and can't create one while your cannon is pre- present. So you have to destroy the other one first? Mm-hmm. Or is it destroyed by creating the second one?
0: It's destroyed by creating the second one. Okay.
1: It just The way that reads sounds like you physically have to destroy it. The cannon is a magical object regardless of size. The cannon has an AC of 18 and a number of hit points equal to 5 times your artificer level. It is immune to poison and psychic, because why the fuck wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's forced to make an ability check, it treat all of its ability scores as a 10, so plus 0. If the mending spell is cast on it, it regains 2d6 hit points. It disappears if it is reduced to 0 points, or after 1 hour, you can de- dismiss it early as an action. You can create the cannon, you determine its appearance and whether it has legs. You also... <laughs> Decide which type it is, choosing from the options on the Eldritch Cannon's table, which I will talk about in a second. On each of your turns, you can take a bonus action to cause the cannon to activate if you are within 60 feet of it. As part of the same bonus action, you can direct the cannon to walk or climb up to 15 feet to an unoccupied space provided it has legs. So why would you not give any of the cannon's legs? Fair enough. (laughs) So your cannons, you get uh, Flamethrower, Force Ballista, and Protector. Flamethrower, the cannon exhales fire in an adjacent 15-foot cone that you designate. Each creature in that area must make a dex saving throw against your spell save DC or take 2d8 fire damage, half if they pass. Uh, Force Ballista, make a ranged spell attack originating from the cannon. At one creature or object within 120 feet of it, on a hit, the target takes 2d8 force damage, and if the target is a creature, it is pushed up to 5 feet away from the cannon. And then protector, the cannon emits a burst of positive energy that grants itself and each creature of your choice within ten feet of its, of it, a number of temporary hit points equal to one d8 plus your intelligence modifier.
0: I really like the protector feature. That's a uh, kind of a unique one.
1: Yeah, it's that's weird for a cannon. <laughs> Yeah,
0: but I like it. I'm though. gonna shoot you with heels. Does Mercy have like a healing? It's gun? like a cannon shield. Can, all
1: right, fair enough. I didn't <laughs> think of it that way. It's yeah. not a healing. She just has a gun. You know, on she Star Wars. Staff.
0: You
2: know, on Star Wars Episode One, and they have those big shield generators on top yeah. of the back of the weird lizard yeah. amphibian things. Yeah. That's what that is. Basically, yeah. It's like a shield.
1: Gotcha. I like it. Um, and then Pretty you've cool. got arcane firearm at fifth level. Uh, you know how to turn a wand, staff, or rod into an arcane firearm, a conduit of your destructive spells. When you finish a long rest, you can use woodcarver's tools or to carve, a, to carve special sigils into a wand, staff, or rod and thereby turn it into your arcane firearm. The sigils disappear from the object if you later carve them on a different item. You can use your firearm as a spellcasting focus for your spells. When you cast an artificer spell through the firearm, roll a d8 and you gain a bonus to one of the spell's damage rolls equal to the number rolled. That is nice, just to basically write a rune and say, here's more damage. Especially considering this is kind of the DPS one. Mm -hmm. Definitely is the
2: DPS one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: At ninth level, you get Explosive Cannon. Every Eldritch Cannon you create is more destructive. The cannon's damage rolls all increase by 1d8. As an action, you can command the cannon to detonate if you are within 60 feet of it doing so destroys the cannon and forces each creature within 20 feet of it to make a dex saving throw against your spell save dc taking 3d8 force damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one
2: i feel like that could be more damage and not break the game
1: yeah you could probably double it honestly i would say like 68 well at 9 i would say 68 well no no
2: cuz like 68 is essentially going to be the same
1: as a fireball
2: but it's one, speaking, yes. It's yeah. one time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just one, It's a one-off. Like, yeah. It's not like it's going to break the game.
1: And then you have to make another one. Yeah. Uh, and then at 15th level, you get Fortified Position. You're a master at forming well-defended emplacements using Eldr- Eldritch Cannon. You and your allies have half cover while within 10 feet of a cannon you create with Eldritch Cannon as a result of a shimmering field of magical protection that the cannon emits. You can now have two cannons at the same time. You can create two with the same action, but not the same spell slot. That's where, if it was higher damage, it would be a problem. Uh, You can activate both of them with the same bonus action. You determine whether the cannons are identical to each other or different. You can't create a third cannon while you have two. So if it was higher damage, that's where that could come into a little bit more of a problem. But that, that sounds like a fun class. Yeah. Just lasty, casty. That would
2: be a fun class. I did play alongside one one time, and they're actually very effective.
1: Also, did you not tell us earlier that you were helping make one? Not one of these. Not one of these. No, battlesmith.
2: Battlesmith. Well, okay. I I played alongside one of these before.
1: That was next, and that's what my brain was already super effective. Uh,
2: The thing that was most effective was the half cover. Yeah. Within ten feet
1: of it. Well, especially because you can like it doesn't mean you have to be behind it. Right, so that's the most beneficial part of having half cover, just all the way around it.
2: This is a really effective class. It does a lot of damage, but it's not overpowered. But it's gotcha. still really
3: effective. It's just a really just DPS, just focus class. Mm-hmm. It's like it also yeah.
2: looks like a lot of fun. It seemed like he was having a good time, and that's what I like. I like to do DPS. The deeps?
1: I'm I'm shit at it, but I like it. No, we don't agree with the deep over here. <laughs> Fucking staring at an octopus while he like, fuck what's somebody. The
3: deep? What?
1: Hell Moving speak. on. <laughs> nope. I'm I'm
0: lost in the, <laughs> young, yeah, that's what I'm, yes. the young The young lingo here. The boys. It's the boys
1: from the TV show. Oh yeah. Discount that. Aquaman. Discount Aquaman. Based very much so. <laughs> yeah. We're okay. We're getting. So would it be like Moist Man? And he, <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow,
1: we like really fucked. <laughs> so up many people man. just went ugh because they hate the word moist. Moist, Moister than yep. an oyster. All right. I guess it's my turn? Yes, All it right. is your turn. Take us to the Battlesmith.
2: All right, Battlesmith. So uh, armies require protection, and someone has to put things back together if it falls apart. A combination of protector and medic, a Battlesmith is an expert at defending others and repairing both material and personnel. To aid in their work, battlesmiths are accompanied by a steel defender, a protective companion of their own creation. Many soldiers tell stories of nearly dying before being saved by a battlesmith and their steel protector. You gain uh, tool proficiency bonuses at the third level when you choose this specialization. Uh, You gain proficiency with smith's tools. If you already have this proficiency, you gain proficiency with another set of tools of your choice. Um, at 3rd level as well Battlesmith spells that you get is their own select spell list is uh, at 3rd level is Heroism and Shield 5th level is Branding Smite and Warding Bond Uh, Ninth level is Aura of Vitality, Conjure Barrage, 13th level is Aura of Purity and Fire Shield and 17th level is Banishing Smite and Mass Cure Wounds at 3rd level as well there's a 3rd thing apparently your combat training and your experiment, experiments with magic have paid off in two ways. You gain proficiency with martial weapons, and you attack with. And when you attack with a magical weapon, you can use your intelligence modifier instead of strength or dexterity modifier for the attack and damage rolls. Uh, additionally, at third level, your tinkering has uh, borne you a faithful companion, a steel defender. Uh, it's uh, friendly to you and your companions, and it obeys your commands. So essentially, it is a the steel defender is a medium construct. It has a 15 armor class, and its hit points are equal to two plus your intelligence monitor modifier plus five times your artificer level. It's quite a bit, actually. Speed is 40 feet per round. It's got damage immunity to poison because it is a construct, and it cannot be charmed, exhausted, or poisoned. And it has vigilant property. It cannot. Be surprised, and then its actions that it can use are uh, melee weapon is a force empowered rend. Your spell attack modifier to hit, uh, blah blah, one d8 is the damage modifier for that one, plus your uh, proficiency bonus in force damage. Uh, it can also repair itself three times per day, do uh, repairing itself for two d8 uh, plus your proficiency bonus. As a reaction, it can also deflect attacks. The Defender imposes a disadvantage on the attack roll of one creature. It can see that's within 5 feet of it, provided the attack roll is against a creature other than the Defender itself. Uh, it's a pretty nice effect, especially just having something to move around that's just going to be able to provide that disadvantage on a friendly target if you so chose. It's just nice to have. Extra attack at 5th level, you gain a, you can attack twice when you take the attack action. At ninth level, you gain the ability called Arcane Jolt. You've learned new ways to channel Arcane Energy to harm or to heal. <clears throat> when either of you hit a target with a magical weapon, uh, attack, or your still defender hits a target, you can channel magical energy through the strike to create one of the following effects. One, the target takes an extra 2d6 force damage. Or two, choose one creature or object that you can see within 30 feet of the target. Healing energy flows into the chosen recipient, restoring 2d6 hit points. You can use this as a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier. But you cannot do so more than once on one turn either. So just once per turn and then a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier. At 15th level, you gain Improved Defender. Uh, your Arcane Jolt and Steel Defender become more powerful. The extra damage and healing of your Arcane Jolt both increase to 4d6. Your Steel Defender gains a plus 2 bonus to armor class, and whenever your Steel Defender uses its deflect attack, the attacker takes force damage equal to 1d4 plus your intelligence modifier. It's rather potent, even early on. You get all that stuff front-loaded at level 3. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, It's almost... Too much. I feel like artificer as a whole gives a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter which right subclass right. you take, you you get level three, and you're like, I'm getting a lot of stuff.
3: Also, this yeah. is important. This is how you do a, a companion. Yeah. Wizards of the coast, not the shitty fucking beastmaster companion. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. This is oh, how you. Me. This is how you make a companion.
3: No, that one. Yours was because our DM was an idiot. He wasn't an
1: idiot. He just didn't
2: care.
3: That's the same thing.
2: The movie. Steel Defender is far and above it's superior so to oh, any abso- other absolutely. crafted yeah. companion. i not going to argue combat. that. But that being front-loaded like that on mm-hmm. every one of those subclasses. Right, for multi-classing. Makes yeah. this the multi-classing that you want to do. Like, this is what you want.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I have really enjoyed this class. And I... I understand my armorer is not exactly the most DPS character. He's also not the most exactly tank character either. Um, plus
1: 3 to your AC. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, I guess.
1: It's pretty tanky at level 8.
0: Yeah, well, not near as but much as I... But you our... can
2: do a lot of things yeah. and yep. do them well. Well, that's good.
3: That's what you want. I did I did it again. Yeah, he did. I did it again. I made the Paladin
0: unkillable. Stop! The Paladin has an AC like, 28. Yep. What... Yes, it's you crazy. do this to not, yourself. No. So this was not my fault. Part of it's my fault. <laughs> what do you, what what do you mean? Part of it's your fault? Well, he has my armor. I stole at level ah, five.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Um, exactly.
0: But as a whole, like the, the campaign we're in now, I think it's fair to say we're a much stronger role play campaign. Whereas some of our previous campaigns were a very heavy combat yeah, campaign. We did, mm-hmm. we you did. might
1: hear. You might have heard Jarrett kind of snicker for a second there. It's because I mouthed the word "fuck" because. <laughs> Every time I play in Jared's campaign, it's always fucking.
3: No, we went what? Fight. S- five months without a combat. Uh, no yeah, like five months. Five without. months without combat. Five months, yeah. Without, without a full cool party combat. It was if
0: yeah. we did fight, it was like one one, one of them person. Yeah. I'm
1: so mad at my wife right now. Yeah.
0: And really good. I tell you what, I have
1: I'm fucking hiring a babysitter. I, don't I care have what she says. really,
0: I have really enjoyed this campaign because I really enjoy the role play aspect.
1: I never and, get to do it.
0: And the artificer has been a great addition in the role play category because I get to do so much. Yeah. Um, in the role play world, with all my different artisans' tools and what I want to do or cause or create or yeah, so Discord you know, chaos. Like make ricin. We have made rison <laughs> successfully
1: on. Yeah, I it's am a, poison. a poisoner. I know what okay. it is. Yeah. And I, I made it for uh, him. You're a poisoner? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, and I made it for him, even though I wasn't proficient with it. And, uh, you know, because I have Flash of Genius, I <laughs> have Bark Inspiration, Inspiration, uh, we made this poison, which does 8d8 damage. 8 d 8D- oh.
1: Okay, and because you allow so much, yeah, and then fine. get mad and no, bitch about. It. I, I do not say no, that right. you and get mad, but get, you bitch about it. And I whenever I
2: apply it, it takes a bonus action. Yeah. I don't have to um, apply it on my own weapons; I can apply it on anyone's weapons. And it lasts for a minute. It's not a one-off. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to guess how a much-
3: minute?
1: Yeah, yeah, minute. Hang, hang a yeah. minute? A fucking minute? Yeah, a minute. Look, he Ten sprays this on me
3: after they made it. I didn't know that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I put on my weapon. I'm like, okay.
2: Also, it it because I
0: made it, it overcomes resistance. Yeah. God damn! So my character does eighteen d eight. So when are you bringing in the Tarask? Plus two d six on each. Hey, that's why we yeah, got it's twenty. It's bonkers. Time to go.
3: Yeah. Anyway, guess what they're going to do this week? Probably. Uh,
0: we're, we're working. He's on made a, a
3: better eco terrorist. We're
0: working on a nuke. Yep.
1: Oh my god. Oh.
0: Yep. Okay. To be fair, though, I I did mention that we went back to the our city from our previous campaign, which is said like two hundred years in the past. Now. Yeah. Um. Uh, and. I, a main bad one that
1: you poisoned the water well?
0: No, no, no. Seven tires <laughs> deep, uh, and one of the main bad guys we did not kill in that last campaign was a wizard with a blue dragon, is now the ruler, like dictator of this whole realm, and uh, I had a very unwelcome welcome. Yes yeah, with a blue dragon. With a blue that dragon. That blue dragon. That blue dragon. Ancient blue dragon. Now, uh, well,
1: I fucking?
0: So anyhow, we are currently in the process of starting a uh, war between these empires. Mm-hmm. Is kind of what we're working towards because I, I was using my forge or my uh, forgery kit, forgery kit, and I forged. <laughs> a, too many
1: tools. He couldn't remember which one. I forged
0: a letter from Gal Maxis, this bad guy, to the leader of the area we're in now, that he was going to seize their lands and declare war on them. Rolled like a thirty-six. Yeah. On a forgery, uh, so it's immaculate.
1: It's so broken, and I love it.
0: So yeah, we're going to do that, and in the meantime, we're going to set off some. You know, improvise explosive devices inside the capital city to declare war between these two countries. To anybody
3: out there that says I'm a bad DM, I just let. I want people have fun. If this is what they want to do, have fun. I I will agree. I have the
1: most. We have no offense to Ethan, my other DM. I have the most fun in probably Jared's campaign because I'm overpowered and so much shit happens. Like I can legitimately no. I understand. You allow (laughs) stuff as well, but you're more likely to be like, "No, that's fucking stupid." He's more likely for me to say something stupid yeah, cool. and be like, <laughs> Yeah, I'll see where sure. that
2: goes. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah, I
1: see how it is. I love your campaigns.
3: You're the strict whatever. parent, you know, you enforce the rules, and I just go, Yeah, hey, whatever. He, nah, he does always,
0: he lets candy let's, on the side. So, so you're
1: it. the fun person, and I'm the bad guy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the question so we can wrap things up because Mm -hmm. Artificer took much longer than I expected. It did. It did 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 not take
2: longer than I expected. It is a complicated class. I know,
1: but with four subclasses, I really didn't expect it to take. Well, they had
2: such a bad time trying to make Bard the jack-of-all-trades. When they made this, they had to make it so complicated because it is the true jack-of-all-trades.
1: So this comes again from Dungeon Loot Mm -hmm. Armory. Uh, It it is, what Artificer do you want on your team? Mm Mm-hmm. So for options we have Tony. Yep, Tony Stark from the MCU. You've got Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You've got Hiro or Hero. I don't know how you actually say his name. He's from Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm-hmm. And then you also have Taryn. Is it Taryn? Taryn. Taryn. Can I go first? I don't think you have to go first. I think we're all going to pick the same one. I think Probably. you're going to pick Donatello because it's a turtle, I mean, I'm, and you're going to vibe with that. I'm a turtle. Yeah, Me and you. my brother
0: Donatello are hanging out. Okay,
1: that's see, he's the out. only one that I assumed would take that, although I will, I lean towards Donatello's not too much of an artifice.
0: No, he makes he
3: makes all the gadgets. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, yeah,
1: but they're not a lot of gadgets.
3: There's uh, more uh, than you think in a the lot. cartoon show. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah.
1: Okay, never mind then. I'll it up. Jared I know you're taking Tony. I don't give a fuck I, what no. you have to well, say. Well, You're well, taking well, Tony. Shut I, your I fucking mouth. He's going to
3: change his mind now. As, as much as I want to take Tarion, because he's amazing, I have to take Tony. Because Yeah, but
1: is that Sam Regal being amazing, or is it?
3: It's both, but the characters <laughs> all Go watch his introduction in the campaign. It's one of the most like oh, funny things I've ever seen, probably, because gotcha. of the way the, the rest of the cast reacts to him, because yeah. they're all mad at him.
1: <laughs> and then, Ethan, I'm assuming. What will... was the last one again? Terry from, from Critical Role. Terry well, I don't know why I need to ask that. It's Iron Man, it's, obviously. It's but I mean, that's I mean that's who I'm picking as well. Yeah,
0: he's, a,
2: he's the best. He's he's got the best thing. He's, he's not as cool as a five foot
0: turtle with pizza. Killed Thanos. Actually, he is cooler with, yeah, than a five foot turtle. Yes. No, he's. I
1: think that's debatable. I don't want to take
2: tur- pizza from a turtle. Why, the, especially one come? that lives
1: in a fucking sewer? Yeah,
0: with a rat. Do you
1: think he washes with his a rat. hands? Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think I wash my hands? I'm not eating food you're giving me, but yeah, you have. He's absolutely brought food here, that's and you've true. been like prepackaged. Him. No, oh, it was not prepackaged. Oh, Matt made it. Stuff.
2: Yeah, it was like in a thing, and he's not like lifting it with his hands. Mm, he's not true. like here. So have a piece you of think cake. Think you never know. She might have been like, "Hey, things. I made this stuff.
1: You need to put it in a package to take it." Like caressing my cheek while.
2: No, he's not doing that. That's Shh, the weird. Sh- 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 <laughs> it's
1: okay. It's okay. I promise you. All right. So <laughs> we've got chaotic a little bit <laughs> several times on this episode. Thank you for listening again. You can join our Facebook. You can join our Discord. Those links can be found at Anchor FM slash Chaotically Nerdy. We hope to see you there. We hope you join us and talk to us. You got something else you need to say? Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This has oh, nice. been a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 I've enjoyed this a lot. I'm glad that we could bring you in for. Yeah. The two classes that have really stood out. Yeah. I know yeah.
0: something about. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. And we thank got you guys. Like,
1: I'll see you in thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An hour, maybe more. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.